welcome to another episode of Seizing Adulthood with me, A.D. And me, Herwin. A weekly podcast where we talk about our misadventures in adulthood so that you can learn from mistakes without having to make them. And we can tell you how not to adult. So, happy March, guys. In a few days, can you believe that it is the anniversary of the time when the lockdown was first declared in our country? Yay! (laughs) Yes, it has been a year, so I'm pretty sure people have developed or discovered new ways to keep themselves entertained, especially during the times when we were in hard lockdown, as, well, we all had to stay home. And that's actually how this podcast started. We ran out of the usual things to do, so we thought we might as well just start talking, then record, and hope there would actually be people out there who would listen. So now, can you believe we're already (laughs) half a year old? Wow, Seizing Adulthood is half a year old, and we've been doing this for, what, six months now? Uh Time for merch. Yes, teasing adulthood (laughs) anklets. Wow, would want that. But anyway, who knows? So going back to what I I was saying earlier, people have, of course, tried doing a lot of new things and started new hobbies over the quarantine period. Like for me, I went back to drawing, went back to a lot of stuff and crafts that I neglected when I was buried with work, and then I rediscovered my love for crocheting. Crochet. Yeah. So mm. how about you? What were the things that you got into during quarantine? Well, well still quarantine, mm-hmm. but whatever. Yeah. Well, as for me, I also picked up new games and replayed some of my backlogs. Plus, I also started cooking. So welcome wow. to this episode again, Pakbet. <laughs> I love you. And it's almost a year since I started with Epic 7 and about half a year since... I started getting into Warhammer 40k lore. My love for wrestling was rekindled as well, so thank you all Elite Wrestling. And while AD was working on a sweater and other crafts, I was working on being a better cook. Wow. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Dan Jang Jige. Don Jang Jige? Don Jang Jige. Don Jang Jige. Don Jang Jige. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, he was able to do that, and now he yeah. cooks it for me. All the freaking time. That's the only thing he can actually cook. <laughs> Eventually. So, yeah. I was working on the sweater for quite a few weeks. And I'm done with all the patches. But I'm still trying to get, fix the hems or edges. But, yeah. See, you've tried a few new things and rekindled some hobbies as well. But there is one thing that people spent or even dedicated more time on during quarantine. And this is because people generally had more time to do it. And that is... Binge-watching series or a ton of movies. Yeah, that's true. That. So, I have watched a lot. And a lot is even an understatement, in my opinion. But I have gone through so many series and movies since the lockdown started. And since it has been almost a year now, I think just in a few days, right? Mm Mm-hmm. There was even a point when I ran out of stuff to watch. I felt the same. I binged a ton of anime. I started with The Rising of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. Oh, that's the weird one. Yeah, the one with the bird lady. Yeah. And then I moved on to (laughs) Dorohedoro, One Punch Man, and Fire Force. Best opening. Oh, yeah. And Terrace House, of course. So we stopped watching it, though, after Hanakimura's death. No, it's not that we stopped watching. There just weren't... Well, episodes that aired oh, yeah. because the lockdown oh, started. I forgot all about and it. And then Hannah, yeah, passed away. So, yikes. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Hannah. 
and I hope her mom and Kai get her the justice she deserves. You know, it would have been awesome to see her in wrestling. So again, rest in peace, Hannah. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention that I also started watching Attack on Titan. But rewatch. When... You started rewatching. Yeah. You watched that with me back in twenty fourteen. Yeah, one episode, <laughs> and then I forgot all about it. But when it comes to the stuff you've watched, I think everyone who follows you on social media knows what it is. Well, not really. Those, I mean, those who follow my toy account probably. But yeah. yeah, people would be able to tell. And I wasn't even the type to be interested in historical drama. But ever since I started watching The Crown, I became the so Crown. infatuated with the show. It Your was Highness. like, I was like, damn, why did I start watching this earlier? <laughs> <laughs> and for over a month, it was all I could talk about with Herwin, my mom, and the rest of the family. And I could tell that they were all getting tired and sick of me talking about it. So I just joined this group on Facebook and then mm-hmm. started reading mm-hmm. Reddit threads. <laughs> and it only had five seasons and I didn't want it to end right away for me. So I tried to save episodes by watching just one or two episodes per day. She or sometimes did. Did. I would even skip a few days before I start watching again. So it was crazy. I was crazy. These are crazy times. So yeah. When she started to talk about the crown, there was just so much that I didn't know about the royal family. I felt intrigued by what (laughs) she watched. So instead of me watching all of it, I just had her narrate the stories to me. Oh, and I forgot to mention Demon Slayer. I watched it prior to the pandemic and I actually re-binged it to the point that I just had to start reading it. It has a good I opening. Could, yeah, it, it has. It does. It does. I couldn't get enough that I had to know the story after the Hashira meeting. So I'm not yet done though, and I hope I'll finish it soon. Yeah, I never got around to watching that because I think and I feel like I've already seen it based on the stuff you tell me. So, mm-hmm. But it came to a point when I started watching things I wouldn't normally watch because, again, I ran out of stuff to watch that would usually fall under my list or range of interests or types of genres. So I ended up watching... Hmm... Winks. Hmm. Lots of loopholes on that one. But anyway, oh, and Taco's in the room with us, so you might hear his snoring. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's asleep. But anyway, I'm pretty sure you guys know this feeling. The feel the empty feeling and sadness after finishing a series. And it's like, I don't know, a bittersweet farewell. You're glad you finished the show, but you're sad that it's over at the same time. And the actual term for that one is post-binge sadness. Or if you want a more scientific-sounding term, it's post-binge watching anxiety disorder. Wow, that's a long one. That's a wordy one. That's a mouthful. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's 2021. If you feel it, if you're experiencing it, someone probably came up with a name for it. Kind of like Rule 34. But in this case, if it exists, some boomer or Gen Z has probably come up with a term for us millennials to use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's actually true. So why do we experience this feeling of emptiness after we binge watch? How unhealthy is binge watching and how do you stop it? And like any other addictive behaviors, can binge watching create a pseudo addiction to a show? Join us for this episode as we talk about How not to suffer from binge-watching madness We've all been there 
Netflix, Prime, or some other streaming service released a new series, and you, being the responsible person that you are, tried to watch it all before the spoilers appear on your friends' timelines. And unlike regular TV shows where you have to wait for over a week or sometimes even longer just to be able to watch the next episode, streaming services give you immediate access to every episode, which makes it so hard for you to stop watching. And this is where the problem starts. Yep. You suddenly find yourself being pulled by the series. And before you know it, you are now viewing episodes back to back for hours on end. And while this may seem like just a simple problem when it comes to procrastination, it becomes worse when the cycle continues. And when you do finally finish a show... You straight away look for another series to binge watch because it has become a habit and a routine. So if you're looking to lessen or even put an end to your non-stop streaming marathons, listen to us tell you what not to do so you can reclaim your life away from the screen. Starting off with how not to suffer from binge-watching madness, tip number one. Do not forget to set a limit. Decide the amount of time you'll dedicate to watching. Don't just let yourself go with the flow. Make yourself accountable for the time you spend on watching by setting a limit, like two episodes or one hour. Or for a more concrete reminder, try setting an alarm. Yeah. I remember binge-watching the third season of GLOW back in 2019. And after finishing the first episode, I just kept telling myself to watch one more episode. Until I reached the end. I finished all 10 episodes in one sitting, and I was so tired afterwards that I just fell asleep. Well, for me, I remember back when the lockdown was still such a big deal and people were complaining. I mean, there's no difference with what's happening right now because we got so used to it. But anyway, back then, like most people, I was just settling and learning how to cope with being stuck at home and working from home. So I unconsciously started a routine where all I did after I get any work done is... I would get my Switch, play AC, and non-stop watch shows simultaneously like Black Mirror, Big Bang, or Modern Family. It was crazy. And over the weekends, I would wake up, get breakfast, pop the screen open, and start watching. And it would go on like that for hours and Mm -hmm. hours, then weeks. Then it came to a point when I realized I was not being productive at all. I was just wasting my life away on the screen. And that's when I started to exercise and revisit my old hobbies. But you see, without that realization, I would I would have continued doing that. And I don't know, it's just so easy to be pulled into that kind of cycle because you're stuck at home. I have to agree with that. I remember finishing Community in less than a month during the pandemic since we really had nothing to do. It's still the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It became a... <laughs> oh yeah, true, true. And it became a cycle of day in, day out, binge-watching that you know things are getting stagnant. It's bad if you can't break out of that cycle and admitting that you do have a problem is always the first step to recovery. Wow, words of wisdom. Mm -hmm. That's why it's (laughs) so important to regulate your watching time and set a limit. Yeah. And that's it for tip number one. Do not forget to set a limit. Moving on to tip number two. Do not enable autoplay. Hmm. 
Of course, streaming services have this option where they automatically play the next episode after the previous one ends, which makes binge-watching easier. And that is the power of autoplay. Autoplay is a silent addiction enabler. I think its tagline should be, Are you enjoying yourself? No need to get up or click anything. We got you. Why do you have to do that voice? I don't know. Like an ad? (laughs) Anyway, by not disabling this or controlling yourself, you are closer and closer to falling down that rabbit hole. That's why you should disable this feature so that you'll be given time or maybe, well, an actual break to decide if you want to continue watching. There is an actual pause. Mm -hmm. Personally, I didn't disable this because I already have a routine and a limit that I really follow. But if you're just starting with yours and you think you have a problem with managing your time, it's best to disable this feature for now. Remember, even if you did set a limit, it might be hard to follow if a feature like autoplay exists. Yeah. So better to just disable it to be able to manage your screen time easier. Yep, and that's it for the short but helpful tip number two. Do not enable autoplay. Next is tip number three. Do not purge watch. So before we talk about how not to purge watch, let us first define what it is. So basically... Purge watching is when you watch a show for the sake of it being culturally and, I guess, socially relevant. Mm -hmm. In other words, all your friends or basically everyone's talking about it. And even though it's not your cup of tea, you force yourself to watch it so that you won't feel left out. Or, hmm, even in simpler terms, you just jumped on the bandwagon. I did that for one show and I know it's disappointing. How disappointing. Oh, I won't give you one, but 13 reasons why. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so bad. (laughs) Okay. okay. Anyway, it's the first season. This is how much I love Mm -hmm. you. I laugh at your stupid jokes. I love you too. (laughs) The first season, by the way, really got me curious because everyone was talking about it, so I gave it a try. And in my opinion, it should have ended with season one, but... No, they had to fucking milk it, so they kept creating intrigue after intrigue, and it just got too suffocating that I don't even know how I was able to watch until the third season. And I stopped watching after that and never picked it up ever since. But isn't there like a season four? There was, there was. So don't you want to find out how it ended? No, fuck, no. It's the last season, at least end it. But anyway. I don't want to waste my time. This is actually one tip where I don't really have experiences to share because I I don't know, maybe I was never the type to bandwagon unless it was, it just so happens that I've been looking forward to a show like everyone else without the factor of me wanting to do it just to fit in. So kind of like for Queen's Gambit. The trailer really got me interested, so I was able to join in the whole Queen's Gambit fandom. It's good. Yeah, it's good. But during the time when everyone was talking about, like what, uh, Money Heist. Ah, Guilty. Kingdom. Just season one, Guilty. Umbrella Academy. Season one, Guilty. Oh my god, even Friends. Oh my, So yeah, TV. I have never I seen a single TV. episode of Friends. I'm so sorry, guys, but I've never seen a single episode. Never watched it in Netflix. <laughs> so I belong to the 1% of millennials who has, I don't know, 
one percent of yeah. those who have no idea what the rest is talking about when it comes to references from the show. Mm-hmm. So so true. She only knows the names of the characters because people post about it a lot in the Funko groups. Yeah, and the first set is actually considered by most as grails because they're so hard to find and they're so expensive right now. I don't know. Probably. And other than Funko, uh, that's the extent of her knowledge when it comes to friends. <laughs> that's, it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I don't. I don't know. I was like four when it first came out, and you were like four as well. And my sisters would be all, that show isn't for kids. Yeah, <laughs> so, like star, star so I never became really interested until I grew older. And also when I was in Florida for a couple of months, I was so surprised. Actually, no, I was shocked when I found out that it was being shown on Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh, really? Because I was browsing the TV sked and I was Jesus. like, damn, back in the Philippines, I only get to watch SpongeBob on Nick. But here, they actually have friends. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> it's not that it's bad, but I think... I think it's for teens. Yeah, well, teen maybe, Nick. Well, even among the young kids, don't so the mindset of the kids yeah, there are way way bad. different than what we have here locally. Yeah, but whatever. Anyway, uh, just remember that if you do decide to spend hours and hours on any show, you are doing it because you genuinely enjoy it, and not because everyone is just watching it. Avoid wasting your time by regretting a show only after you've spent hours on it. Believe me, just watching a show just because of peer pressure is almost often a waste of time. And I guess spending hours sitting through shows you don't even like is stupid and a waste, like, like what you said, a waste of precious time. Mm-hmm. Just drop them and devote your time to something more productive. And that's it for tip number three. You cut me like that, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's end it by tip number three. Do not purge watch. <laughs> Moving on to tip number four. Do not sacrifice sleep. Hmm. I've made myself a victim of this. Extra guilty. And there's no one else to blame but me, myself, everyone is. and I. Everyone the is title of my of sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You know what she's watching. I lost a huge amount of sleep because of binge-watching shows. And let me tell you, losing sleep over a show isn't worth it. And getting enough sleep is important. Now that I'm an adult, hmm, I guess, <laughs> mm. I'm so thankful that I get enough sleep. And if I ever lack sleep, that's my own doing. And I know I'll regret it in the morning. My worst experience was definitely Hunter Hunter. I finished all 140 plus episodes in less than a month. What a loser. And that was my biggest shame <laughs> and a, loser. a waste of time. Well, it was good. Like, Judge Hunkin! <laughs> I don't know. I never watched it. Well, anyway, unlike Glow, which only deprived me of a night's rest, Hunter Hunter left me tired for an expended uh, for an extended period of time, and it affected my mental and physical health in some way. I was consumed by it that all my spare time was only dedicated to Hunter Hunter. Not even me, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It was a lesson for me not to ever repeat that behavior and to always look out if my habits affect my health in general. You know, I always thought it was Hunter x Hunter. I, I don't know. the same. I was a dumb kid. Until I'm Animax still a dumb happened. adult sometimes. Animax. Thank you, Animax. <laughs> Hunter Hunter. Mine was probably Big Bang. I kept watching Ooh. episode after episode, and there was even a time when I only stopped because the sun was coming. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that's bad. And I was shit. Umaga na girl, matulog ka na. Like my glow season three. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who's ever done that, but 
Don't let binge watching steal your sleep. Sacrificing your precious sleeping time will have negative consequences to your health. Mm-hmm. And if it's just for a show or a series, I don't think it's worth it. Yes. And let me cut you this time. That's it for tip number four. Uh-huh. Do not sacrifice sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we have tip number five. Do not neglect reality. Wow. <laughs> Whenever we spend our time watching shows, we tend to disconnect from everything else because it serves as some sort of escape. Mm -hmm. And when it becomes a habit, we tend to neglect other responsibilities. And do you ever wonder why binge watching is so addictive? No, not really. It's because when we like doing something, or in this case, when we watch something we like, we produce dopamine the happy mm. that happy hormone <laughs> and we experience a drug-like high during binge watching sessions so it's kind of like any other addictive behavior out there and it's also very unhealthy as it makes you less physically active yeah you it just distur- like we said earlier it disturbs your sleeping schedule and the worst is that it eats your time away from doing other productive things Spending your free time is your prerogative, and enjoying a show every now and then won't hurt. But if watching is the only thing you want to do with your time, then there is definitely something wrong. Yep. And that post-binge sadness that you experience after finishing a series, it makes you want to look for another show so that you can feel that drug-like high again, and then it becomes a vicious cycle. Wow, vicious. Vicious. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it this way. Watching shows kill our boredom. But aside from that, don't you think you've become boring enough that the only thing you find entertaining is watching shows? There are worlds out there to expand your horizons. Read a book, listen to a podcast, plant a tree, or exercise. (laughs) Get yourself moving and make your day productive. You plant a tree. Plant a tree. (laughs) And think about it. Besides the entertainment you get from watching, do you get anything else from it other than that? Well, yeah, probably. And it may give you some pop culture knowledge, but what happens when you finally realize that you've wasted way too much time and energy watching shows? Mm -hmm. Don't use your time entirely on binge watching and do other things away from a screen. You don't have to stop binge watching shows, you know. But you have to pace, regulate, and maybe use it as a reward system for yourself to make the experience more positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still binge watch when I would when I would do mindless things like folding clothes or cleaning the room. At least I still get to use my time productively. Mm-hmm. Just remember, do your hobbies with moderation. And like the Spice Girls song, too much... Of something. I'm pretty sure you were just waiting for a time enough. to insert the song. Yeah, you? it's good for no, our topic. Sh- <laughs> You're cutting me off. <laughs> I'm it. cutting you off. Anyway, <laughs> we ow, I hurt myself. <laughs> no. We do hope you remember these tips the next time you plan to start binge watching a series. Mm-hmm. Watching shows isn't inherently bad, and it's actually a great way to relax, but too much of it eats your time. And your productivity. Mm -hmm. Just remember that, like what Herman said, too much of something is bad. Also, take note that streaming services were engineered and made to suck you in. That's why you have to be aware and conscious of your habits so you won't get sucked into that black hole. Mm -hmm. So before we end this episode, let us go through the tips mentioned earlier for how not to suffer from binge-watching madness. 
Tip number one, do not forget to set a limit. Tip number two, do not enable autoplay. Tip number three, do not purge watch. Tip number four, do not sacrifice sleep. Tip number five, do not neglect reality. We do hope you learned something from this episode and our misadventures in binge watching. Mm-hmm. Join us again next week when we talk about our misadventures in starting a collection. Oh no. Oh my. Yikes, yikes, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in trouble. Me too. Anyway, until next time, AD out. Bye. Music by Joshua Benzon. Editing by AD.